0: BLOB TALK RADIO Hello and good afternoon everyone. Thank you very much for tuning in to this special episode of the FTI Combat Sports Show. Uh, My name is Chris Asbrock. I'm joined uh, actually by no one here. Today I'm flying solo. Uh, We are going to record a uh, kind of a recap here of the UFC 193 episode Uh, that was, uh, you know, that was, I mean, simply phenomenal and stunning uh all at the same time. Uh it, it was just one of those uh, one of those events that you're not gonna be able to <laughs> you to forget uh where you were when uh when Ronda Rousey was, was knocked out cold by Holly Holm. Um so you know we're just gonna kinda go through the show uh my thoughts and everything like that. Uh please uh phone lines are open so please call in. You can call in at five one six three eight seven one three six five. That's five one six three eight seven one three six five. I will be taking your calls here for the next probably twenty or so minutes, uh, so feel free to call in. Uh, if not, no big deal. I'm going to be, uh, like I said, recapping uh, the UFC one ninety three event that went down uh, in Melbourne, Australia last night, which was a uh, record setting uh, record setting event with uh, you know well over I think the the I believe they mentioned. It was, let's see, approximately like fifty-six thousand, I believe, was what it was that were actually the, the pay gate. And like I said, it was just a, simply just a phenomenal event overall. Uh, you know, it, it started off with uh, a, with a with a good. Uh, I'm sorry, with a good um, um what is it? The what? It was, uh, sorry, I'm trying to get everything all set up here. Um, so with, a, with some good prelim fights. Uh you know, you, you had a lot of locals that you know, as as UC always tries to do when they handle uh, you know, when they go anywhere. You try to have, you know, some local fighters who are uh you know, who are trying to to make it. Uh and that's what they did here. It started off with uh with Ben uh and when taking on Ryan Benoit, he beat him uh via submission. We were naked short first round. Uh James uh uh defeated Anton's Zafir. TK Strier, TK some strikes, uh, another uh, finish in the round of you know the first round. Uh Richard Walsh, uh, Daniel Kelly and Daniel Mar- or Danny Martinez all won via unanimous decision uh in their fights. Uh Jan Vellante defeated Anthony Anthony uh with a knockout on uh, that was another first round finish. There were a lot of first round finishes, uh, you know, in in this fight or in this card overall. Uh, like I said, simply it was just a, it was just a great card. Uh, I thought you know there was a lot of people were not really uh, expecting too too much uh, from it, but you know the UFC always does a good job of putting of putting on some you know some some phenomenal events. That's exactly what this was because uh, then once you got to uh, you know the main part of the of the card, that's when it really took off. But uh, some more prelim fight results were uh, okay uh, defeated Peter sabota uh, via TKO. That was another first-round stoppage. Uh, those two were one the first round. Uh, Jake Matthews uh, defeated Akbar Areola uh, via TKO. That uh, was a doctor stoppage. That was in the second round, or, you know, round two. Uh, that was uh, Jake Matthews is a phenom, and uh, he's been, there's been a lot of talk about him and, uh, you, you know, and his rise so far, which has just been, you know, simply, uh, you know, it's been solid, and, uh, you know, so they've been able to, you know, to do a good job of, of promoting him. Uh, so this was a good, uh, this was a good matchup for him taking on Ariola, uh, and, and he took care of business, which is what, uh, you know, obviously I, I think that's what they were expecting, uh, and that's what they're hoping for at least. Uh, you know, when you're when you're giving that push to someone. So that's how the that's how the prelims uh, that's how they were. Uh, and then it kicked off with a fight that I thought wasn't too too bad. Uh, the heavyweights, Jared Roshall taking on Stefan Struve. Uh, this, uh, you know, Stefan Struve, you know, uh, I think he's uh, he's a big dude. And, uh, you know, he, he makes it difficult, makes it really difficult for some guys. And uh, he was able to get it. He just wanted to able to get it done here against Jared Rochel. You know, it was, it was a close fight overall. Um, you know, all three judges scored 29-28 uh, across the board. You know, it is what it is there with that. Um, the fight that I was really outside of, you know, outside the two title fights that you know that headlined the the card, uh, the fight I was really looking forward to was Robert Whitaker taking on Uriah Hall. Uh, Uriah Hall coming, you know, he he was he was on a little bit of a rise there, and uh, that's he was able to get it done, uh, you know, previously. So it, it just it was one of those fights where you weren't really sure uh, what was going to happen. And um, you know Uriah Hall, he's coming in you know pretty hot. Uh, so Robert Whitaker, who you know he's doing he's doing a solid job as well. The this side thought was you know Robert Whitaker, he's from he's he's from Australia, so you know he had the home crowd behind him. Uh, so there was a lot of a lot of push behind Whitaker as well. It, it, it paid off. I uh, you know he was able to defeat Uriah Hall via unanimous decision uh two of the judges had it scored thirty twenty seven uh the other one twenty nine twenty eight uh it was just a, it was a good you know I thought it was a pretty good fight uh I picked Robert Whitaker at my preview uh she can read on uh Fielding Impact sports uh that's, where I, that's you know where i, I put up the uh, the preview for it so i this is one fight I was expecting Whitaker to win uh just you, you know i, I just just uh, Uriah Hall, he's so up and down he's so he's a very frustrating fighter. Because you never know exactly what you're going to get from him. Uh, there's going to be times where you're going to see him; he's going to be a world beater, and then there's other times to where you know you, you watch him and you just you leave your head. Your head just all you can do is scratch your head. And um, that that's Whitaker is more he's more consistent. So uh, and that's what it was in this case. So you know he comes away with the with unanimous decision Victor That's to I believe fourth straight win. Uh you know, that was a big uh you know, that was that was a big one for him. He he needed that. So, you know, like I said, that was uh, that's one you that's when he needed. And uh yeah, or it was actually I'm sorry, it was a fifth straight win uh for him. So like I said, a big win for him, he needed that. Uh you know, it's things like that that, you know, for a UFC fighter, you're you're shooting for it and that's exactly what uh yeah, that's exactly what, what we got out of it. I was expecting uh you know, with Uriah Hall, he came off that big victory. Uh, you know, it was probably the biggest one of his career over Jagar Musasi, uh in his last fight, while you know, Whitaker had you know, had rolled through uh, his opponents, he had won five of his last seven. Um, you know, so in both fighters coming into this and, and each won their last two fights, uh, via knockout or you know, or TKO and that's exactly what uh we were expecting a pretty good fight I, in this case. That's exactly what we got out of it. Um, I, I thought, you know, that was what I thought I was going to go the distance. Uh, it sure did. I just, I didn't think, um, you know, I, I didn't think either one was going to get knocked out. It, it didn't happen, but, you know, both guys really, really did a good job. Uh, another fight that was really kind of excited to see was Mark Hunt taking on Antonio at Bigfoot Silva in the rematch of. Their 2013 uh, fight that was, I mean, it was a bloody war. Uh, it ended up in a draw, you know, very rare in mixed martial arts, um, you know. But both fighters at that time or since that time, I uh, had really struggled coming into into this, and it made it, made it tough. So they were, you, you know, you were looking, you were really looking to see how it was gonna you know, how it was gonna play out. Uh, Mark Hunt, 41 years old. The guy, I mean, he he did it. He got it done. He was able to to you know to to hit Silva with a glancing blow right in the you know right in the back of his head, and knock him down. Uh, he and he just jumped on top and, and took care of business, which is uh, kind of what we were expecting. Uh, at least that's what I was expecting. Silva, ever since he stopped taking the you know he's been he's been affected by the that uh, you know testosterone um, ban because he you know he's one who who certainly needs it. And the TRT ban really, really has affected his career, and it's unfortunate, uh, especially because, like I said, he's he's one you know who truly needs it and not taking it to get an, an advantage. But uh, unfortunately, it just you know it, it just wasn't it wasn't what we expected, and uh, he just he hasn't been the same since it's been banned. So you know it, it's a shame because, like I said, you know a solid career like Antonio Silva's. You know to where you know coming into this fight he was nineteen seven and one you know a solid career overall uh unfortunately you know it's it's just it's not what he not what he used to be and uh he he just he he's really got to really think about about hanging up the gloves because it, it's just it's not it's just it's not looking good for him right now he's really taking some shots, and that's exactly what happened again i mean mark. Hunt, I mean, my God, this guy hits like a truck, and and that's exactly what happened in, in this fight here. You know, he stopped him at 3:41 of the first round, where he just, I mean, smoked him and you know, knocked him to the ground and just you know, it was doctor there not doctor stoppage, but it was a uh, uh, you know, ref stoppage there. And uh, it just, like I said, when it gets down to it, I think Silva really has to think about you know, hanging up the gloves and possibly calling it a career because he's just not what he used to be. Uh so like I guess but you know big win for Mark Hunt. You know, Wins uh he's you know he he he's from that region. So it was a you know a big uh, big advantage for him. Uh it was a big win for him to to rebound and, and get that win. Uh so good for Mark Hunt. He's you know, he he's got a uh wonder if he's got a title title run in him still at, at age forty one. Like I said, the guy hits like a truck and uh he can definitely get it done. Um, he's just got to pick it back up and you know see what happens in these next couple fights. Uh, the co-main event was Joanna uh, Jerejic taking on Valerie Letourneau, uh, Strawweight you know championship. Jerejic, uh, she's one of the uh, the most dominant champions uh, that we've seen. Uh, she's ten zero coming or she was ten zero coming into this, taking on an eight and three Valerie Letourneau, who you know I thought you know she's she's undefeated in the UFC, but she just wasn't, she wasn't the, the, she just, I guess she was the only fighter that you could really put there in this situation. Unfortunately, uh, it is, it is what it is when it came down to it. I didn't expect much, but you know, with Valley of the Turner, i got going to give her all the credit in the world because she really did a good job of, uh, of keeping it in a fight. And, uh, like I said, well done. She, you know, she didn't get the job done, but you know, she proved to be a solid challenger, and I got to give her all the props in the world for that. So good for her. Um, you know, it was a unanimous decision victory uh, with with the judges. You know, scoring 49-46, uh, two judges scoring a 49-46, uh, and then a 50-45 uh, in favor of JJ Check. So. Um, but Laterna, like I said, she was she was tougher than nails, and because uh, JJ said she, she's she's violent, she can really get it done Uh really put a hurt on you. And that's what that's what I expected. I didn't see this fight remotely going, you know, the distance. And like I said, that's where I got to give all the credit in the world to Laterna because she did a really good job. I just expected a TK, I, I expected a TKO victory, uh, you know, early on. And it, unfortunately, it just it, I didn't think it was going to be you know, she really had a chance. Uh, To me, I thought that this fight was more of a a mismatch than the Holly Holm-Rousey main event title fight. I I just thought that Holly Turner, she was the best at that, you know, at the time in in the strawweight division. She just, you know, she's just rolled through everyone, you know, so far. And it's just one of those things to where, you know, when when you look at it and you – when you kind of evaluate all the fighters, it's just you know she was just the best uh, and the best place for you know at the time, and she proved to be a solid Dosh. So uh, you know good for Latorno. You know, like I said, she looked really you know she was solid. Uh, unfortunately, you know it was it was a war. It was definitely a war in there, and uh, and she just came out you know on the short end of the stick on that. Um, but obviously, the, the the biggest talking point is going to be the the Holly Holm victory over Ronda Rousey, which was. Uh, truly, one of the most stunning upsets, and maybe the biggest upset in UFC history. Uh, there was no chance. Uh, you know, everyone was giving Holly Holm no chance to win that fight, and and that's exactly what. <laughs> that's exactly why you don't. You know, you, you don't. You don't look at it that way. You know, I. You know, going into the fight, I, I pretty much said. Uh, he, and I was talking to the people I was with last night, that the writing was on the wall for Holly Holm to win this fight. There's just so much going on right now around Ronda Rousey's life. And, you know, whether it's the criticism from her mom on her coaches, uh, whether it's her schedule, you know, looking ahead at you know all these movies, uh, whether it's the, the criticism of her relationship with Travis Brown, you know, just numerous things like that. And, you know, it, it just – it, things just didn't seem to align really uh, when you looked at it, but I still didn't. I didn't give. I didn't give Holly Holm a chance. I really didn't, and uh, I put on Twitter yesterday. Shame on me for that. Uh, I, I really. I didn't. You know, because Holly Holm really does not have the knockout power that you would expect from a boxing for. You know, from a former world champion boxer. Uh, you know, but Holly Holm. You know, die lovers. You know, coming in, I don't know. You know she. <laughs> she really. Did a phenomenal job, uh, you know, a phenomenal job with, you know, with her coaches. You know, she's a Jackson Winkle, John Jim, uh, Mike Winklejohn, John, and you know, Greg Jackson did just a simply phenomenal job preparing Holly Holm for this fight. Uh, and you know, like I said, it's shame on me for for not thinking Holly Holm really had it in her. Uh, you know, she just looked, I mean, simply phenomenal right from the get go. Um and I, I saw a lot of stuff on, on, on social media about you know ripping Ronda Rousey about how, you know, she's cocky or too, she she's too cocky in this and she deserved it. Honestly, you know what? That's not I that's not how I see it. I don't think that that's gonna be the case. Uh Rousey, you know, a lot of people were criticizing her for uh you know, her not, you know, not touching the gloves at the beginning. That's just how Ronda Rousey is. She's not that kind of she's very intense. Um, you know, people were and I think that it comes along with it. Uh, I've, I've really learned this now from starting to cover combat sports more, uh, you know, than what I did in, in the past. I've always been a fan of it, you know, and watching it. But actually covering it, you you know, you, you really get yourself more in depth and more involved in it. And that's 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 kind of what's been happening here. And so I've, I've really broadened my spectrum when it comes to, you know, watching these fights and everything like that. And I've noticed that, you know, and I even turned to, like I said, the people I was with yesterday, we were at, you know, BW3s, and I, I looked, and the place was packed. And, and looking at it, and I said, this right here, and I pointed around to everyone, I said, this right here is because of Ronda Rousey. The, you know, the promotional hype machine that is the UFC, look at what they've done with Ronda Rousey. And they've been able to to put her on this pedestal. I let's face it, she's one of the most dominant champions in, in UFC history. I mean, she just, you know... Her last, you know, three fights are going to combine 64 seconds overall until until this one yesterday. And so you, you tend to you tend to really you have blinders on, and you don't really think real straight when it comes down to, you know, breaking this stuff down. I just likened it to a cat stalking its prey. That's how I – it wasn't if Ronda Rousey was going to win, but it was going to be when she would win, how long it would take. Uh, I expected, you know, the Holly Holm, I mean, she's one of the best conditioned fighters, you know, in in the UFC um, by far. And so it was just a matter of I I thought she was going to be moving around the cage a lot and keeping, you know, keeping Ronda Rousey, you know, kind of keeping her chasing her. And that's that's really kind of, it is kind of what happened. But the game plan Holly Holm implemented was just, I mean, like I said, simply phenomenal. And it was done to absolute perfection by, you know, Holly Holm coming in, and her combinations were just absolutely nasty. I mean, you know, starting off in the first round, I mean, it was, I mean, this fight, I mean, she threw, you know, she stunned the MMA world, and and that's what I put in, you know, in in my my recap on page2sports.com. I just basically said, I mean, she tossed the UFC into a frenzy and stunned the MMA world is kind of what... Yeah, uh, you, you know, the, the social media reaction from everything has been absolutely its, it's – been, it's been nuts. I mean, now when you look at – and I, and I think a lot of the issue I'm, I'm coming into is the fact that um, it it's good for the sport that Rowley has brought in all these different people who are interested in watching her fights because of her dominance. And that's what we've seen. But then the issue is you don't really see – those people, they don't really understand as much that as,
1: you know, I'm not not
0: saying uh, by any means am I, I'm not a, I'm not an expert by any means. So, you know, watch enough of this, enough of her fights and and overall that, you know, people, and I heard a lot of, yeah, she was cocky. She deserved to get knocked out like that. You know, she didn't hit her. But, again, I'm going to go back to what I said just a couple minutes ago. That's how Ronda Rousey is. She is very intense. You know, she could be, you know, she's a, she seems like she's a, a very pleasant person to be around, but then you know what? You get her in that mentality, the fighting mentality. She's a gamer, and that's exactly what it was, that was the case in this situation here, you know. And it just, it, it was a good fight. I mean, she, and, you know, she was not ready for what Holly Holm was, you know, brought to the table. Uh, and that's where I kind of, I'm kind of stunned at exactly what was going on in Ronda's corner. I mean, they just did not seem to have what they didn't seem to have it. You know, everything all planned out exactly like they. She just was not as prepared as I felt she should have been, uh, and you could tell. I mean, you know, you know, coming into this fight, you know, the aggressiveness that Ronda Rousey brought. She was going after, her. and to me, she felt it felt like she was overly aggressive. She was impatient overly aggressive going after it. And it obviously came back to bite because Holly Holm, she would come in and you know, throw a couple combinations and throw that left hook and did a you know just a great job landing these, you know, these shots on her. And, you know, and that's I mean she she kept it on her and you know, and I've gotta I've gotta give all the credit in the world. And then, you know, the more you watched it, the more you really noticed how, you know, with home pressing Rousey like she was, it really did a number on on Rousey, like, you know, because she couldn't get her to, you know, Ronda couldn't take her down, and that's where it was really starting to get interesting, because as you watch the chess match, you know, between them, Ronda seemed to be getting really frustrated at the fact that she cannot take Holly Holm down with the ease that she had been able to take down other fighters. So, you know, and then with just over a minute left in that first round, I mean, it was, I mean, she smoked ronda rousey with that left hook it, it stunned her it, it, it caught her back a little bit um you know but it, but before that uh a couple minutes before that it was about i think it was about two minutes into the fight uh holly Holm landed a couple of combinations and then she hit her with a glancing elbow that i mean split open ronda's lip and I, I had heard that uh you know latest report that she was going to be getting plastic surgery on her lip i mean it was split open it was gashed pretty good uh, so that right there, I mean, she took a lot of damage and, and i had always said, you know, if you watch Ronda Rousey's fights, her normal thing is, you know, she'd walk in with, with Holly Holm not having the knockout power that I, that you would expect. I just, just I just figured my, I thought she was going to be able to eat a couple punches, which she did. I mean, I gotta, you know, Ronda ate some punches last night and she ate them, you know, she ate them pretty hard and, uh. It, it. she was stunned, but she was just – it was the game plan overall that really threw everything off because, you know, Holly Holm, you have to give all the credit in the world to Holly Holm here. And like I said, people are just saying that Ronda was overconfident and and that's why she lost. No, that's not it at all. It was a perfectly executed, you know, game plan by Holly Holm and her coaches, Craig Jackson and Mike Winklejohn. They were the ones who – they set up that game plan. She executed it to absolute perfection, and look at what happened. It wasn't the fact that, you know, Ronda was too cocky or anything like that. She was just outclassed in this fight, and there's nothing you can do. I mean, it was just – no matter what she tried, it seemed like she was ill-prepared, um, and, and that's on, you know, and that's on round this corner. They they were not prepared for what Holly Holm was able to bring, and, and what she was going to bring to the table. It, it really it came back obviously and bitter for it, um, you know. So after that first round, I mean, it was a it was an easy ten nine victory for for Holly Holm. Uh, you know, she landed some really good shots and some great combinations. After that first round, you could see Rousey was just absolutely gassed, and uh, and that's where the you know the conditioning factor came in. As you know, Holly Holm is like I said; she's one of the best conditioned uh, fighters out there. And you know, Rousey, who's only had one fight go past the third round, you know, or into the third round—that that, that's it. I mean, she—you know—all of her fights have ended in the first round. and That was it. So she had really not been, you know,
1: past that. And I
0: don't think of the fact that she was really overlooking Holly Holm. I just think she was just she was just not as prepared as she should have been. For this fight, and like I said, all credit has to go to Holly Holm and her team for getting it done, because in the second round, was just like the first round. Uh, Holly, she was firing on all cylinders, landing some numerous punches, Um, and like I said, and I I put in my recap here, was the point that stood out to me was, and, and it was the definite turning point, because you know, you lose the first round, but you still have four rounds to go that you can easily come back and win, but she goes to throw, you know, as they're going, Rousey goes to throw the left hook, and Holly Holm ducked it, and Rousey stumbled to the mat. And you could hear everyone in in the restaurant where I was at it kind of went, let up the, you know, they let a huge, like, ooh, and you could hear the crowd do it. And as Rousey stood up, she was stunned, and you could see how she looked embarrassed. And that's when it, it set in, like you know what, this is not going to be it. It's just not her night. And what? And, and sure enough, and then you know, shortly thereafter that, you know, home was able to just you know kind of push her to the side. And the next thing you know, she smoked her right on the side of the head with that left, you know, with that left leg, you know, the the head kick. That left leg came up and got her right, you know, in the neck and it dropped her. Uh, Rhonda was out before she hit the mat. And Holly Holm, you know, jumped on top of her and was able to, uh, you know, to end it, and that's exactly what happened there. So again, all props in the world to, to Holly Holm. But I, I, you know, in the fights I had watched with her before, I'd never been really, never really impressed with what I had seen from Holly Holm. It uh, like I said, and shame on me for not giving her a chance to win, uh, because you know, as we were, you know, as I was, you know, discussing with again the people I was with last night. You know, politics is one punch. You know, if you get caught just right or, you know, one strike just right, you know, you're going night night. That's exactly what happened in this case. So that's where I should have, you know, I didn't give her enough credit. And again, that's on me. So, you know, I have to, uh, I got to, you know, I got to eat my words on that one. And, uh, but, you know, like I said, all props to Holly Holm for getting it done, stunning the MMA world, and, and definitely throwing Dana White and the UFC into a a serious frenzy because now where does this go from here? Um, I'm going to touch on this just for a couple more minutes because then I am going to have to, uh, you know, wrap up the show. But uh, I'm going to look at, uh, you know, kind of where we're going here. This is a very crucial point now for Ronda Rousey in her career. She's going to be, you know, where we're looking at now is you have – you know, Rousey said, to she's going to be making three movies in 2016. Now, it's November 15th right now. So, she's going to be making some movies coming up here. You know, she's got to sit back, and now she's at that crossroads where if she's going to come back and get a, you know, a rematch, and it's probably going to be around UFC 200. So, you know, to me, you have to have a fight in between there for for Holly Holm to, to defend the title. I don't think he can really... But I don't think that's going to happen. I think that the the money and it makes sense to, to have Ronda Rousey get a rematch. Uh, but again, you know, all good fighters are you know all legends. You know, have this happen to them, and, and that's just the way it is. You know, the I saw it, the MMA Grim Reaper. You know, they always take the good ones. It's just a matter of time when that's what happened in this case. So, um, but it's going to come down to Rousey and how she approaches everything. If she comes back. And, you know, if she prepares correctly and in the rematch, uh, if she can get the title back, you know, there we go. If she's able to do something like that, but if she comes out and does not perform the way, you know, the way we expect Ronda Rousey and what we've seen from Ronda Rousey in years and, and fights past, then this could very well be, uh, you know, the, the end of Ronda Rousey as we know it. And this is not the way we want to see it end, uh, but it very well could be it. So this is where... The UFC really has to. Uh, they got to be praying that you know that Ronda can come back and, and and take care of business like like they need to. Uh, and I saw a funny tweet, you know, before I wrap it up here, that you know if if Conor McGregor loses to Jose Aldo, like I think he, like I think he will, you know, it could be a bad situation. Said someone I saw tweeted, you know, hey Dana White needs to be put on suicide watch because that's two of his biggest stars. And his two of his biggest promotional pieces that are going to be gone. So uh, that's where it could really be, you know, it could be the downfall for you know <laughs> for the UFC. Um, so, uh, well, I'm going to wrap it up here on this, uh, you know, like I said, brief uh, UFC 193 show. Uh, thank you guys very much for tuning in. Um, again, you can check out my, you can check out any of my uh, my writings or workings on uh, feeltheimpactsports.com or page2sports.com. Uh, the combat sports analyst for both. And also uh, I run off the impact Sports.com. You can also check out uh, my YouTube, uh, you know, sports show that I, that I do every, you know, every week with uh, Scott Hicks You can follow us on Twitter at, what uh, was it at Hicksy and Chris on sports. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at I am Chris Asbrock. Uh, make sure you check out the YouTube page. That's where, you know, you can look us up. I uh, Chris Asbrock, I believe on there. Um, so again, uh, thank you guys very much for tuning in. Stay tuned as I will be, um, I'm going to be working on a piece now on, uh, on where exactly the UFC is with Ronda Rousey. So, and, uh, where his career is. So again, thank you guys very much for tuning in and, uh, we appreciate it and, uh, stay tuned for, uh, for more content coming out from us. Thank you.